Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. Fallen Angels and ETs, tell us the mix. Yeah, I really think that we're starting to see more of an exposure of this because, uh, as you know and your listeners surely know, um, there's becoming more evidence that more evident that these things are not just imaginations of people. There's there's radar footage, there's uh, actual military footage of these vessels that we know are actually out there. So we we can't just dismiss this as people's imagination. Uh, so. The technology exists. We know it's there, and I don't believe it's from us. I don't believe it's our own secret uh, weaponry, although we certainly have secret military weapons, but uh, it's the military that doesn't know what this is. So I would suggest they've been around for centuries, uh, that they, uh, this technology is literally from the angels, and the rebellious angels in particular are the ones that have a malevolent intent because they, they've been after gaining or regaining control of the earth for thousands of years. Is there a great deception underway here, Scott? I really think there is. Uh, you, know, you, you can look, the, the Bible I use as a barometer from history, and you know, there's a passage in Ezekiel that says, there's nothing new under the sun, that which shall be has already been before. So we, we learn uh, from history, if we if we will let it teach us, and we can learn from the history of the Bible that there have been global attempts at controlling the planet. Uh, from there was an Assyrian Nephilim uh, hybrid human giant in the Garden of Eden that rose up above the rest in Ezekiel 31. There was an individual in Genesis chapter uh, 10 named Nimrod who started the Babylon and the Tower of Babel. And in every case, we were talking about a global single government with a single dictator. I believe we're moving in that direction through uh, the events that are happening in the world today, whether it be a pandemic, whether it be a war, whether it be um, fear-mongering and the collapse of economies. It's all really part of Agenda 2030 from the U.N. and the World Economic Forum, in my opinion. So Satan just isn't giving up, is he? He's not. He actually believes that he can win this battle. It's been going on for eons. Uh, before God even made man, he, he basically created man for the earth, and he gave man dominion of the earth. Uh, the psalm says, the heaven, even the heavens are the Lord's, but the earth has he given to the children of men. And it, it's interesting. People don't realize that you know, Lucifer is a fallen angel. His rebellious angels that joined him, they're more powerful than us. Why don't they just come down and kill us all? Well, they can't. They're limited in their power. Otherwise, they would have just, you know, wiped us out long ago. So they operate through their human proxies in the same way that uh, Cain slew his brother Abel. You know, Satan uh, incited him to do that because he can't just come into the domain of men willy-nilly as he wants to. So he's he's got a plan to try to infiltrate humanity and gain the control of the title deed to the planet. And he's doing that through the satanic global elite that are pushing these agendas. Scott, I'm beginning to hear a lot about the mark of the beast, much more than I have in recent years. Yeah. And people are you know, looking at digital currency, they're looking at uh, chips and all this. And, you know, I keep thinking of the book of Revelation where they say, you know, without the mark of the beast, you're not going to be able to basically exist in society. How close are we to this thing? I think we are so close, uh, and I'll, I'll give you uh, reason for my thinking about the timing of it in the years. But for now, just looking around at the issues, we can see almost a means test of something like the mark of the beast 
in the requirements and the mandates and the the vaccines and the unvaxxed and things like that. It's almost as though they're means testing a way to ostracize or other those who don't comply. And eventually they're they're not going to be able to get jobs. They're not going to be able to enter establishments or go to restaurants or whatever. And if we move to a completely digital currency, it'll be controlled to the point where you won't be able to survive, just like you said. Well, it's scary times ahead, but the, can we survive it? Well, the the only survival is going to be in the Lord coming back to defeat this enemy, which he, which the Bible says he will. So it's really a matter, in my opinion, of picking sides. You know, we're we're either going to choose the side of the creator or the side of the created being that thinks he can be the creator. And I I can tell you right now that one's not going to end well for the one thinks he can be God. Yeah, I'd rather be on the side of the Creator myself. <laughs> I'm with you there. George. That's a better bet, isn't it? It's a much better bet, because when we read in the Bible what's actually going to happen when he does come back with his army of angels to destroy these uh, the, the kings and the rulers of the earth in, um, in confederation with Satan and his fallen angels, it, it does not look good for them at all. Many people are beginning to believe my original theory, and that was that COVID was concocted in a lab in Wuhan, China. And uh, whether it was released intentionally or accidental, I don't know. But uh, I do believe it was created. What's your thoughts on that? And could that be part of this plan? I absolutely believe it was created, or at least intentionally designed, uh, for a bioweapon, because depopulation would appear to be part of this plan, too. If it's about control and ultimately getting to a point where there's a single government and we get rid of the nation state, we get rid of uh, individual governments and individual liberty, then everything is going to center around a satanic cabal of corporate oligarchs, which is already in place. We just haven't formalized it yet. And they will eventually, once they receive all this power, because they're going to receive all property eventually, once they transfer the wealth to themselves, then they will submit their power to this individual we call the beast, who's going to be some form of a human Nephilim hybrid uh, hybrid that's going to ultimately rise to be the, the, the person or thing that the world worships. And they'll be taking his mark uh, that don't join the side of the creator. Many of the wealthy on this planet, they're not all evil, are they? No, they're not. And there, there's a huge difference between the wealthy and the ones that are the wealthy united with Satan. For example, let's say you build a better mousetrap and <clears throat> makes you a millionaire because you have a superior product. Well, you might you know, improve your situation, get a better house, a better car, whatever. But you also might turn around and and support needy causes and help charities and do good things. There's plenty of rich people that do that. You know, we think of sports um, personalities that get paid extremely well for what they do, but they support a lot of social justice causes and things that are good. But we're talking about people on the order of Rothschilds and whatever that have trillions of control of so much money they can basically manipulate governments and their intentions are are sinister because when you have that much money the only thing left for you is power and that power they believe is going to be found in in through aligning with satan and ultimately what these people are looking for is uh, eternal life without the lord through ai and through genetic manipulation 
Scott Mitchell with us. His website is linked up at coasttocoastam.com. It is utbnow.com. What's that stand for, Scott? UTB Now is short for Unlock the Bible Now. All right, very good. How did you get involved in all of this in the first place? Well, years ago, I began to search scriptures just as a, you know, a student of the Bible, attending Bible classes. And <clears throat> when I found out that there was, uh, the Bible was written in such a way as to hide the truth from basically Lucifer and his angels and those that don't believe. And, and the picture of that is in when Jesus Christ began to speak in parables. You know, people sometimes in churches teach that he spoke in parables to illustrate the point. He didn't. He spoke openly up until a point at which some um, Pharisees accused him of casting out devils by the power of a devil. And at that point, he lectured them about blasphemy. And from that point forward, he began to speak in parables. And after he finished his first parable, the disciples said, why are you talking in parables in Matthew 13? And he said, unto you it is given to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it is not given. And them were those who rejected him and didn't believe. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.